and welcome in to this week's edition of Gator Bites on the 1010XL.com podcast network, also being simulcast on the Florida Gator 1010XL Facebook page. Today's Gator podcast is brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic physicians, providing an unparalleled level of care. Visit Southeast Orthopedic Specialist <clears throat> in Riverside, Ponte Vedra, Northside, the Southside, the Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's with Denny Thompson, the hacker Ryan Green with you, and Denny Billy Donovan Court on Saturday night. Big win for the Gators over Vanderbilt. And how about 28 former Gator basketball players coming back to Gainesville, including Al Horford, including Joe Kim Noah, including Brad Beal, all coming back this past weekend to honor their former coach, Billy Donovan. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, and as a coach, I think that's probably, like, forget the uh, field or the court, all that kind of stuff. That's probably the most meaningful thing, I would think, for him. is Because, uh, man, now he's in this world now where, you know, it's all about money. Not that college athletics isn't, but it's really about money. And he's he's got guys on his team making ten times what he's making. Um, so it's probably pretty nice for him to get back to somewhat of his roots and and uh, and some good times and see the the uh, I guess the the appreciation of, of former players and I'm sure the fans and and the support and all that was great too but I, I think if you were having a a beer with Billy that should be a segment <laughs> um, he would probably tell you that those players taking the time and and coming back probably mean more than than anything else. You know we had former Gator athletic director Jeremy Foley on XL Primetime last week to just talk about Billy Donovan and his legacy there. And one thing I had forgotten, how about this? When Billy Donovan got hired at the University of Florida in 1996, the Gators had been to five NCAA tournaments Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. in the history of the program, five NCAA tournaments prior to 1996. And then in Billy's 19 years, he took them 14 times, including the four Final Fours, winning two national championships, puts into perspective what Billy Donovan means to that Gator basketball program. Yeah, no doubt. And it also, you know, I am I grew up, I was born in Louisiana, and then I was I lived in Arkansas for eight years before I moved here. And so I lived in Arkansas in the heyday of Arkansas basketball. And there's some people going, well, that's a thing? Yeah. Oh, 40 like, minutes of hell. Yeah, yeah. And, and the point being, when Nolan Richardson left, the University of Arkansas was, I think, fired from the University of Arkansas, you look at how far that has gone down. And when I talk about Mike White, and when I talk about the Gator basketball situation now, that's my reference, is I remember the glory days of Arkansas, and now it's like Arkansas is an afterthought to everybody. And back then, Hacker, even you may even be too young. Like, it was them and UNLV, yeah. right? That was the That was the prime matchup every year, them, UNLV, them, Duke, and now them and UNLV are non-existent. I remember us. the big nasty Corliss Williamson. Corliss Williamson, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and even before that, it was it was. And so when I talk about Mike White, I just don't want to see that happen. Like I see Nolan Richardson, I see Billy Donovan. Now, Florida is on that. We've got to keep this going, or we go back to that period that Foley was talking about on your show. And by the way, Foley needs to have a bunch of stuff named after him in Gainesville. A ton of stuff, like everything named after him. You know, and it's interesting you say that, and and I agree with you. For the record, I think Jeremy Foley has done a terrific job, did a terrific job. That goes without saying to me. But you talk to some Gator fans, maybe even some listening right now, they will bring up the Ron Zook hire. 
They will bring up the Will Muschamp hire. They will bring up, uh, you know, uh, situations like that. I don't know if he did he hire. I don't know if he hired McElwain or not at the very no, end. No, I don't think he did. I, I but <laughs> man, you're gonna get me up on my pedestal. I'm just, here. I'm saying, no, no, some Gator fans will bring that stuff. Those up. are the same people that are living life in misery because they can't ever forgive anybody for anything. It's like they just they choose to look at people in the bad. You know what I mean? And and it's just like, oh yeah, well you did this, but you also did this. Man, y'all lighten the hell up and start giving people credit for a body of work instead of the mistakes that they make. It's just. It's it's unbelievable, man. I see it. You, you see it everywhere, especially in today's day and age with social media and access to information. Like I think about myself. Like I made a major, major, major mistake in the high school world. I mean, it's still to this day that weekly I get sent articles about my mistake of recruiting and having this massive fine. Man, y'all shut the hell up and keep it moving. Not to get too in depth, but you were on the <laughs> USA Today. Uh, it was a major mistake. So yeah. what? Like, I, okay, whatever. But yeah. I'd like to think that my body will work since then. I'm just honored that I know you because of that. <laughs> so I mean, just stop bringing that kind of stuff up and admit that Foley was amazing for the University of Florida, just like Spurrier was, just like Billy Donovan was. Spurrier lost games that mattered, but we don't bring those up. Billy Donovan lost games that mattered. We don't bring those up. You bring up the good times. Let me let me uh, talk about – you mentioned Spurrier, and we mentioned Donovan. All right. So now you have Steve Spurrier Field, or yeah. Spurrier Field. You got Billy Donovan Court right next to one another. They're right. at the University of Florida. They're in the middle of Gainesville, the heart of Gainesville. Urban Meyer won two national titles in far less time than Billy Donovan. Different sport, obviously. <laughs> won double the amount of titles that Steve Spurrier did as a coach. And you asked Gator Nation, and we did a poll on XL Primetime, and Urban is a distant third, not even close in the court of public opinion to Billy Donovan or to Steve what was Spurrier. The poll? What was the wording of the poll? Um, well, I, I agreed. There's You could word it either best or most loved. Right. I think we said who is the greatest Gator coach of all time. And – you could construe it either way. Right. Point being, Gator fans, even a decade later, have venom when they think of Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Will that venom ever go away, and will Urban ever be as appreciated as, say, a Billy Donovan or as, say, a Steve Spurrier? No. I mean, the venom thing, I don't know. I have no venom t- towards Urban Meyer. He's, he's, well, he's Florida a, fans believe he lied he, at the end. Well, he did lie. He did, I, I, yeah. You know, who doesn't? But it's 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 like <laughs> – A lot of people, actually. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. um, it's like uh, it's, he's the best coach at ever at Florida. I, I'm confident in saying that. He is the best coach in the history of Florida athletics. He wasn't there long enough to endear himself, and he certainly didn't exit in a way that endeared himself. Although you could also say, I can still remember back in the days of dial-up internet when, or maybe not dial-up, but slower internet when Spurrier left. And I can remember somebody telling me this, and I still am my, I can still envision SI.com, that thing loading, and I'm starting to I see the headline first before you see the picture. Remember that? Yeah. You know, Spurrier leaves for NFL. Back in the days of America Online. Right. Well, yeah, it's like it's it's like nobody leaves in a good way unless they retire. You know, unless it's a, a farewell Bobby Bowden type of deal. And even Bobby Bowden, I think, would tell you it wasn't fair the way he got pushed out. Well, that's the most interesting thing. Because Spurrier goes to the NFL, obviously doesn't work out there for a myriad of reasons, comes back and competes against Florida in the same division 
in the same conference with the University of South Carolina, yeah. in fact, beats Florida a handful of times. But it was South times. Carolina. It right. was, if it would have been Tennessee or Georgia, it would have been different. But Gator South fans Carolina don't harmless. care about that. Yeah. Gator fans don't care that he came back and competed against you and beat you. I, but, but you know what happened but with Urban? But they hate Urban. You know what happened with Urban? Is we went from, as Gator fans, we went from the pinnacle. Like, we were the stuff to, like, just – crash. Well, and I also right? think like the Chris Rainey, the Aaron Hernandez. Oh, no doubt. But we how Gator much fans that hold we know? that stuff again. Well, now they know it. Right. Now, I mean, that definitely adds to the venom of it, as you were talking about earlier. But I think also, and you could keep going with that, by the way. You, I mean, Cam. You know, oh, you yeah. Keep going. Um, but at the same time, if they really hated that era, then we wouldn't love Dan Mullen because Dan Mullen was part of that era. Right. Right. I, I just I just think it's kind of the. It's the girl that you were head over heels with about, and then she just left you for some other dude. And so it's like, yeah, it was the best couple years of my life, but I hate the way it ended. Well, all right. So I'm forcing myself to hate that person. Does that make sense? No, I I get it. Look, and I'm not saying, I mean, you already have Spurrier Field, Billy Donovan Court. He don't need anything named after you. I'm not saying you're going to have anything named after you, but I would be hard-pressed, Denny, and, and maybe you can off the cuff. They named think, the jail. Well, think of a well. You think of a college football nas- or a coach, a college football coach at a big time program that has won two national championships at said program. <laughs> that isn't in the Ring of Honor, the Hall of Fame, has their name up on the stadium wall anywhere in the country. Yet I don't know if it, we're ever going to see a day where Urban Meyer comes back to Florida. And has his name put on that stadium wall. I think we will. I, I think it'll be one of those things where, and, and a lot of it depends on Urban's next move. Does he go back into coaching? If so, then we're never going to see it. If he goes into broadcasting, and you can see Herbs now the way he's doing it. Every time he gets a chance to talk positively about Florida, he does. Yeah. You know, it, it's the same with Ohio State. I, I, I think at some point you will see that. I, I think it's the same thing as the NFL players that go to the NFL Network, and then they become, you know, way more. Kurt Warner is was not – a top five quarterback of all time. Kurt Warner got to the Hall of Fame. Kurt Warner got all of this stuff because everybody loves him on TV. Urban Meyer has a chance to do the same thing. Get on TV, talk good about everybody, let that distance itself, and and then you know I think at some point you will see Urban Meyer honored at the University of Florida. Today's Gator Podcast is brought to you by the one and only Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic physicians. Listen for the good doctor, Kevin Murphy, on Thursday mornings. Here on 1010XL, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist is located in Riverside, Northside, the Southside, the Beaches, Fleming Island, and in St. John's. You can visit them online by going to se-ortho.com. And you can also listen for Dr. Chris Swanson on Monday nights with Denny Thompson and big game James Coleman. Want to get into some football? One final basketball thought, the current incarnation of Gator basketball. They've played two really bad teams. Texas A&M and Vanderbilt, Mm -hmm. they have destroyed two really bad teams in Texas A&M and Vanderbilt. They have a game against Arkansas. Now, that game is tonight. We're we're recording Gator Bites here on Tuesday afternoon, so we'll see what happens in the game this evening. Um, They need to win against Arkansas because the last five are brutal. Two against Kentucky, at Tennessee is included in there, home against LSU is included in there. I believe at Georgia is the fifth. 16-9, 16-9, and nine, Denny, 8-4 and four in the conference. But admittedly, they are playing better, albeit against inferior competition. Yeah, I think they got to get to 21. I, do, I think they got to get to 20 or 21. Yeah, uh, I think they got to get that high. Counting the tournament. 
Okay, because I think 10 conference wins in the regular season probably does. I mean, if they go, if they win 19 and win two in the tournament, you know what I mean? I, I, I think they, get to, they, they have to get, because you start looking at some of the other conferences, like the Big Ten, they've got 12 teams that's probably going to get in. Um, that all are more deserving than Florida. So, I mean, I think they got to make a push, but they are playing They are playing better. It sets up to where there's some games that if you lose, as long as it's close, it's not a big deal. But if you can pop a Kentucky or you can, you know, do some damage against LSU or something like that. LSU at home is big. It is. It is. So, I, I think it sets up as nice as – two weeks ago, I didn't think it was going to set up this well. So, I, again, I'm not sold because – I'm never going to be sold on it until I actually see the end result with them. It's just not a team you can trust. The, the one thing, I agree with you for the most part. The one thing I will say, Trey Mann is starting to play better. Some of these freshmen that did not live up to the billing early on, as the season goes on, and give Mike White and the coaching staff credit, as they've worked with these guys more, they're starting to get better than what they were a month or two ago. Well, they're making shots. Yeah, agreed. Uh, that, Which I that's mean, part of, of being better. Right. At the end of the day, I mean, the shots that weren't falling three weeks ago are falling now. They they seem – and I I haven't – you know, I don't have the stats in front of me, but they, they seem to be getting to the basket better and easier and more often. And and that – you know, anybody that's played basketball knows it's no different than, than football or anything else. The easy ones get you going for the harder ones, and that seems to be what's, what's happened. I'm just – when they play a team that's long and athletic, what's, what's going to happen? And it doesn't even matter if that team's good. If they're long and athletic, they give Florida issues. And so when, Like when, Florida State. Right, right. So when that happens, how does Florida respond? Do they have an answer? And that the NCAA tournament is going to be full of those teams if they get in. Um, so I, I think the next couple of weeks, man, it has a lot. It's a big couple of weeks for Mike White. It's a big couple of weeks for recruiting. It's a bigger couple of weeks for what are fans' expectations for Mike White moving forward. By the way. Understand it's the Gator podcast, but indulge me for 20 seconds. Florida State's won 20 home games in a row in basketball. 20 home games in a row at the Tuck. Leonard Hamilton is the poster child for patience. It's, man, it's crazy. We're we're, we're in a year where you got Leonard Hamilton, you got Ed Orgeron, two guys that, I mean, Ed Orgeron was trying to, they were trying to fire him before they really hired him. Right. You know, it, 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 it is a... You know the game that saved Orgeron? We talked about this. They lost to Troy, his first mm-hmm. year as head coach, on a Saturday night. They lost to Troy in Baton Rouge. LSU fans are up in arms. The very next week, they came into Gainesville and beat the Gators yeah. in 2017. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't, I mean, I don't... Listen, I'm good friends with a lot of coaches, and so I'm all for the patience thing because I do know how much of a grind it is and how long it does take to find your footing. But this Florida State stuff's remarkable. I mean, Leonard Hamilton, there's no doubt the guy should have been fired. Like, I mean, for five years, and now they are a legitimate, for the past couple of years, a top ten team in college basketball. Yeah, they could very – they're on the list of teams that can win it all. No doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. Yep. Um, now, let's shift to a couple of football things. Middle of February, spring football, about a month away. Hard to believe. In fact, I believe yesterday marked the 50-day mark since the Orange Bowl. So the off season just chugging right along. Spring football about a month away. Orange and blue right? game. Fifty days. It's been fifty days since the orange and blue game. Hard since to believe. Or since, oh, right, since the orange bowl. Okay. And then the orange and blue game is two months from now. Yeah. No, so. it's right around the corner. I was talking to all of our college guys yesterday about prep for spring practice and spring break. What we do at spring break is we bring all the guys in and we go four hours a day, an hour on the beach, two hours in the classroom, an hour on the field with six points. With six points. Yep. And so I, I was talking to all of them, and we were all kind of saying the same thing: like, "Holy crap, it is here!" Yeah, like it's here. In fact, there are some schools around the country that have already started. 
yeah. spring practice, the ones that By the way, Gator in. fans, Anthony Richardson looks amazing right now. Talk about that. Anthony I, I, Richardson, I, I, you you trained him. You you've worked with him. Dude looks He's he's like chiseled. Like God was in a really good mood when he made Anthony, but since he's been on campus, he just he looks unbelievable right now. Speaking I'm of down there this week, actually to see him throw again or throw with him again, I, I I just he's one of the ones that every time I go down there, it's like I'm blown away by how far he's come. Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Gainesville East Side, who committed and signed with Florida, class of 2020 has been enrolled since December, right? It was an early enrollee. Right, yeah. And uh, Denny Thompson trained Anthony Richardson at six points, knows all about him. So when you hear about Anthony Richardson from Denny, he certainly is the guy that knows what he's talking about. Another young Gator making headlines. Want to get your thoughts on this. Jacob Copeland, <laughs> who I believe is going to have a really good year. Redshirt sophomore, saw some do some good things last year in his first year of playing. He came out, I believe, on Instagram and made a little bit of news. It is February. You know, we're looking for things to talk about. And Jacob Copeland provided that, saying Florida is going to be the 2020 SEC champions. Or the 2020 SEC East champs. Um, oh, he just went with the East? I, it's either the East or the, or the SEC. Come on, Cope. Basically, he's saying they're going to win either the division or the conference. Uh, the, the exact wording, I don't have it right here. But regardless, he's predicting a big year. And regardless of what it is, he's predicting they're going to beat Georgia. Is that, you know... Just guys in the media, we, we look at that stuff on social media. Is that going to come back to bite him? Is that just a kid having fun? What's your take on that? If you go in any weight room at 6 a.m. right now in the SEC, Vanderbilt included, that's the talk. I mean, what, you don't understand the grind they're in right now. I mean, it is painful, the grind they're in right now. It is the worst time of year for these guys, and it's not even close. And so if you need that to get through this, Man, say whatever you want to say. If you want to claim a natty, claim a natty right now. If you want to claim that you're about to break records, then do that because you're waking up at 6, you're putting your body through an insane amount of pain, and the mental exhaustion this time of year for college football players is at its peak. Um, and, and like I said, it's not even close to any other time of year. So, I mean, th- this is where guys question if they like football enough to even be on scholarship. At major program. What, mat drills, conditioning, things along mat drills, those lines? lifting, conditioning, the grind of, I mean, a lot of these guys in this, this semester are taking 15, 18 hours, you know, of college classes um, so that they've got a little bit of leadway in the fall. Like, just the whole thing right now, this is not an off time. There is no off time, and this certainly isn't it for college football players. I have no problem with this at all, and I don't even think it's a media-generated thing. I, I think – Every probably every single media group from every SEC and ACC team could probably find somebody saying this on social media. I like the confidence, and to be completely honest with you, like I'm, I'm confident with him too. Yeah, I'm not sure they're not going to win the East. It's either them or Georgia. I mean, I mean right now I'd put it at fifty-fifty. Yeah, I mean you look at the rest of the East, and we'll do this as the offseason continues. Does Missouri, Tennessee, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, or South Carolina scare you? Yes. They yes, do. there's two of those that you just named. Okay. Uh, yeah. Elaborate. Yeah, Tennessee. 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 Hacker, if you've got a dominant front seven, you're in any game. And Tennessee, y'all don't sleep on that front seven. All that I'm, front seven is nasty. I agree that they're better. They don't, or at least they haven't to this point under Pruitt in two years. They haven't beat one single team that's been as good or better than them. I, they're you, beating all I the teams they're, they're better than. I don't think they're going to Florida, and I'm going to stand on this, that I think Florida is at that point where you have to put your foot down and you have to step on the throat of guys that are lesser. 
But as far as if you're going to tell me what two teams outside of, of LSU and Georgia on your schedule scare you, I'm going to tell you Tennessee and Kentucky. And the reason for Kentucky is people aren't paying attention to what Kentucky's done in the transfer portal. I'm not even talking about Joey Gatewood. Like, he may or may not play this year. I don't know. We still don't know. What they've done in the transfer portal outside of Joey, man, they've got some dudes in there. I don't disagree with that. And they should have beaten Florida the last three years. Kentucky's not coming into Gainesville again and winning. Again, two times in a row. I, I, I would be stunned if that happens. Now, if the game was in Lexington this year. It ain't going to be a blowout. Okay. Well, no, I'm not saying it will be. But that's a tall ask for Kentucky to come into Gainesville again and Florida, with a much improved Gator team. And Florida fans, as you're liking this, as you should be, like everybody should be liking this. Like button. You also better be praying that Joey Gaywood don't get his eligibility because I'm telling you my dude's a dog. And he wa- – I'm going to leave it at that. All right. I'm not going to talk about the Florida game with him right now. Um, Combine next week as we begin to wrap things up. Again, this Gator podcast is brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic physicians providing an unparalleled level of care. Visit Southeast Orthopedic Specialist in Riverside, Ponte Vedra, Northside, the Southside, the Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. NFL Combine next week. In Indianapolis. How about that? Combine's already here. When's this cough going to go away, by the way? I don't know. I've, I've had it for about 10 days now. <laughs> Sorry, people. Um, There's a very big orange and blue flavor in Indianapolis. I believe seven or eight Gators That's nice. got the invite. Let's focus on a couple of the main ones. We'll focus on all of them next week. But just a quick thought. I thought Grenard really helped himself at the Senior Bowl. Yep. I think Grenard, John Grenard, can really help himself again at the Combine. Same thing for Jabari Zaniga. And Van Jefferson, to me, Denny, might have helped himself the most of anybody not named Justin Herbert at the Senior Bowl. I'm very interested to see if Van Jefferson can continue that momentum in Indianapolis next week. Yeah, I, uh, I, if we want to pull the tape, I can remember before going to Senior Bowl, we had this conversation. And those are the two, Grenard and Jefferson, that I said would, would turn the most heads at the Senior Bowl. They're not going to do that at the Combine. They're not Combine freak guys. They're football players. So whatever you think of – of Grenard and Jefferson as an NFL team right now, what you're going to look for is reasons not to think worse about them. Does that make sense? It's like Zaniga could be the combine freak, freak, and he could move up. But I think these other guys, like they're going to Indy, they're not looking to run some crazy time. They're looking to not hurt themselves. And that's a weird situation. Now, the good thing about that situation is if you throw down, if you lay down a bad time, then you still got your pro day. Right, They did enough on film, and they did enough at the Senior Bowl where they're probably on everybody's board fairly high, and now they've got two chances to solidify that. You know, I wanted to ask you this, because this is kind of what you do. I mean, you train quarterbacks, you train football players, uh, most of which are going from the high school level to the college level. These guys obviously going to the combine college to the NFL. But there's an interesting trend. I don't know if you saw this, but the Denver Broncos and the Los yep. Angeles Rams are two teams – that are not sending assistant coaches to the combine this year, Mm -hmm. are not sending coordinators to the combine this year. Basically what Denver and Los Angeles are saying is it is more valuable to us to stay back, be in our film room, implement our stuff, maybe watch the coverage, (laughs) but it's not as important for us to be in Indianapolis. It's a mistake. So you don't think that it's a trend that will continue? No, it's it's a mistake. And the reason why is the thought behind it is is that we get all the information. We get the 10-yard splits. We get everything we need um, sent to us. But there's something about having multiple eyes 
seeing the same person. And I try to explain to people all the time, I try to explain to parents and everybody else, optics are important. Because if I watch you run a 40 and then I watch some other guy run a 40 and y'all run the exact same time, one of them's going to look easier. You know what I mean? It's just it's going to look more natural. It's going to look more like it's going to translate into a game instead of a track. Or yeah, it, so the optics are really really important, and not not even in just the forty, but the bag drills, like that that type of stuff and the position specific drills is a mistake not to have every possible eye that you can on it. I don't think it's going to. It's crazy that they're not doing this. This is the only time all year long that you're going to have all the top prospects in one building. Right. I don't understand the the thought behind it. It's not to save money because they all have plenty of money. I I, I don't is maybe it's that they feel like they have all the tape they need, and I, I don't know. I think it's a mistake. Though. Would you tell your quarterbacks to throw there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of quarterbacks choose not to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, the reason they don't is because you get a chance at your pro day to throw with your own guys, right. and I am training some guys for their pro days right now, and so it's important that the pacing and you know who you're throwing to and where they're going to be, and there's that confidence. But if you can throw, you can throw. And it the completions don't matter. It's the ball placement um, at the combine. And it's, you know, people seeing that you actually know what you're doing with your feet and you're athletic. If you're confident in your abilities, if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm not. Right. But 90% of them, hell yeah, man. Go, 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 go flex on them. And again, more on the Gator contingent next week, but a quick follow-up as we wrap things up here on Gator Bites. So Jefferson and Grenard, two guys that really went nuts at the Senior Bowl. If you're a Gator fan, if you're going to watch the Combine coverage next weekend, don't expect them to go nuts in Indy. And, and I like what you said, and I think you're right. They're not Mike Mamula. They're right. not Combine freaks. They're right. going to do this on the cone drill and this on the vertical. Jonathan Grenard, he said it to us out in Mobile. I might not be the fastest. I might not be the strongest. I'm a football player. Right, and he is. Yeah. He is. And same with Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson's going to break you off the top of his route every single time. That's not going to translate in a straight line 40. Right. It's, it's not. So, I I mean, I don't think they're going to hurt themselves. I think they, they throw down decent numbers, better than the average numbers, and they probably solidify where they're going to go. That is Denny Thompson. You get him every night with big game James Coleman on the sports den on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. I'm the hacker Ryan Green. You can catch me middays along with Joe Cowart. Matt Hayes and former Jaguar Leon Searcy from noon to three on XL primetime. We'll be back next week, talk Gator basketball, and take a big look at the combine. Again, eight Florida Gators will be in Indianapolis next week for the NFL scouts to take a look at. We'll talk to you next week on Gator Bites right here on 1010XL.com podcast network and on the Florida Gator 1010XL Facebook page.